Fun. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. For today, maybe someone new? Oh, I mean, we've talked about her before, but I mean, she is a bit of a new friend to most people because they've never heard of her. Megan, who are we talking about? We are talking about the fabulous fashion model, Katie Keene. None other than Katie Keene herself. Which, if you've heard of her, kudos. Um, <laughs> except maybe more people have heard of her now, because as I've mentioned in the past, she has a TV show that, when this episode airs, is probably two weeks yes. away, something like that. Yes. Um, it's in February 2020 that may date this episode, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so Katie Keene, can you give me your first impression of Katie Keene? She's very glamorous. I yeah. believe she lives in New York City. The big city? I think she it's lives just in kind the big of city. The city, yeah. Um, she's definitely got some like eye effects going on that make her more adult and like <laughs> sexy than Betty and Veronica. And it's really only her and her comics. Yeah. Um, she's been around since 1945 actually. So she she's did a not little, realize that. Right? Neither did I. Um She's a little bit old or younger than the Archie gang, um, but she's been around since 45. She was in something called Wilbur. Oh, I'm... another Wilbur original. Yeah, <laughs> she was in Wilbur number five. Um, and she was one of those people like that Wilkins boy who yeah. just kind of showed up inside anthologies and weird little things um, until 49 when she got her own series. Good for her. Do you want to hear the wildest part? Please. It ran for 12 fucking years. Wow. She had her own series from 49 years? to 61. What happened in 61 that America hated models suddenly? She just kind of went into retirement, and then she was revived again in the 80s. Um, but, I mean, she was gone for like 20 more years after that, and then she had a few appearances. Uh, I s made note specifically that her only appearance between the 80s and like 2005 was in one series called Archie Meets the Punisher, which oh. sounds incredible. I think we've talked we about it. We should get that. We definitely should. And also, why is Katie Keene in it? I don't I know. I gotta see that I reveal. need to know what Katie Keene's doing in this Punisher story. But she popped up again in 2005, and now she's got her own CW show, as we've said, in the wake of all this recent, recent Archie IP success. Yeah. Um, but as a comic, it's pretty weird. Like, I mean... It's she, an Archie property, so it's yeah. pretty fucking weird, but... She's got some, like, main characters that are involved with her. There's her sister, so, whose name is Sis. Well, I have a, I have some interesting facts <laughs> oh, about Sis. Oh, please tell Sis. me. That's um, her little sister, mm -hmm. who actually had about two or three different names throughout of the series. Of course she did. It's like um, uh, Veronica's mom having different names. Exactly, yeah. Or just, like, Moose. Like, he's had, like, yeah. six names or whatever. Um... But she, none of them seem to stick. But the weirdest thing is she's just kind of temporally unstuck, too. When, <laughs> when the show debuted, she was drawn as this, like, Katie was, like, you know, as you described her, this tall, glamorous, a little too realistic-looking person. Mm -hmm. And Thick, you can look at curly, in, dark hair. Yeah, and you've got a Katie Keene collection in your I lap do, right yes. now. And some of the early comics, you can see that Sis was drawn as this kind of, like, weird, bratty little girl, almost like a little jinx. Interesting. And then in the 80s, I think it was the 80s, they switched it up, and those are the ones that you and I know. Yeah. And that's when Sis has that, she's, oh, wow. she's an adult. You know? I am seeing bratty little Sis it's here. It's very strange. 
Um, but the craziest part about this is that for most of its life, this series was done entirely by one dude. What? Bill Wagen. You can look at those early comics. I see his name on the cover here. Yes. Um, but I would like to point out, because this is actually a really cool, unique thing that Katie Keene did, is that it mainly was a way for readers to interact with comics in a new way. So if you look at those early ones, you'll notice on a lot of the margins between the panels, it'll say, this designed by this person. Oh, like those um, fashion pinups that Betty and Veronica did. Exactly. But this was the whole comic. So kids would write in and design these things. It'd be curtains, cars, rockets, but wow. clothes were the biggest thing, because Katie Keene's a fashion icon. Yes. Um, and the comics, the stories of the comics themselves are all over the place. You flip through there, you'll find a lot of dream sequences. They really like dream sequences. There's some Egyptian adventures. Uh, there's space stuff. Um, but it was all kind of around that, you know, reader-designed aspect, and especially the clothes. Like, there's whole pages where it's just, like, Katie's outfit. Yeah. And it's she was a model within the comic, so it made pretty sense. Uh, or made a pretty fair amount of sense. Yeah. And I personally have no problem with a love of clothes. I have a love of clothes, but that was really her only personality trait. Yeah. Which was not great. Well, she always came across to me like they didn't give her a chance to have any personality. Like, it's not that she didn't have one. It's right. that it was never present. And I guess that's true of a lot of the Archie characters, honestly. She like, seemed very mild-mannered, very agreeable. Mm -hmm. She was a successful businesswoman, but I'd, I never quite understood how someone so, I guess, easily, like... Easygoing, yeah, could make it so far in such a cutthroat industry because she just seemed kind of like, oh yes, whatever, of course. Presumably just because she's better than everyone, like that. That seems, is kind uh, of how they do but things. But like, not a dick about it, you know. It's like the Flanders are just kind of better than you, but mm -hmm. they don't mean to be. <laughs> they just are. Um, her only other really personality trait was that she dated a lot of very different, very hot dudes. Um, with now, her, isn't there some, like, guy that... Her longtime boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. uh, K.O. Kelly. And is that short for something? K.O.? Uh, well, can you... Is I it want just you to knockout? hazard a guess. Yes. He was a boxer. Oh, really? It actually about, is was, for knockout? Yes. It's about as creative as it gets. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, isn't that's K.O. Kelly. Isn't he kind of nerdy Kelly. looking, though? I guess not. It depends. I think probably the art style. Yeah. Um, I'm picturing him more like Archie, but he actually is not. I, there was another dude, kind I think that was the guy looking. that was, like, into Katie, but that Sis was into in, like, one plot line. Yeah, I think, so there's K.O. who's got blonder, He's kind of an Alan curly M character, hair, you know? Yeah, and um, then there was another guy who had a dark hair and a mustache? Am I thinking of the yes, right person? Yes, that would be, um, oh. Very 80s look to oh, me. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I... Randy Van Ronson is the blonde Reggie, basically. Oh. Uh, he's the blonde one. I think you're thinking of... There There were a lot of bows that she had, and there was one guy with a mustache who was very, like, a, an Errol Flynn kind of dashing rogue character, but he wasn't, like, a longtime player. Yeah. Um, Randy Van Ronson was the one who kind of popped up the most. He mainly was around to fuck with K.O. Yeah. Um, K.O. Don't we, fuck with K.O. We've also forgot to mention that we've got... Randy Van Ronson, the blonde Reggie, you've got uh, Katie, the brunette, and K.O., I think, is a redhead. Oh. Yeah, it's a very weird little setup. 
There's also Gloria Grandbilt, who's a snobby rich model who's basically Katie's rival, which is a fact that Katie never really seems to realize. (laughs) It's one of those things where Gloria hates Katie, Yeah. uh, but Katie's just kind of doing her thing. She's just basically an older blonde Veronica, um, and really weirdly resembles a strange character that showed up later in some solo Veronica stories. Do you remember that one? I do, She was like the snobby blonde lady who went traveling around the world with Veronica and stopped robbers in Mexico with her or something. Oh, yeah. It was weird. Oh, I can't remember her name. We'll have she to get into Veronica's side adventure. Hat. Yeah, Blue and like very frizzy hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't and they the fall sun, in a pit once? A hot sun, I think. Oh, yeah. But or maybe that was just the hot boy that was accompanying them. I feel like it was her son. It could have been. We'll I, in those Veronica adventures, there's inevitably a hot boy that's with them because you can't have Archie <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Um, he can't but, travel. He's a poor person. Yeah, <laughs> and she would never pay for him, except no. for all those stories where where she pays for the entire gang to go to Paris or something, or on the yacht, and then they inevitably shipwreck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess to just, I, it's very hard to stay on Katie Keene because there's not a lot going there. Um, but I really want to make we've talked about it a little bit, but I really want to make mention and touch on further. The very weird art that Bill Wagen did when he created this. Because like you said, Katie is this stall, the, or I'm sorry, this tall statuesque figure. She's almost a Betty Page lookalike. Yeah. You know, like especially that yeah. front cover there. We'll post or who that is front. that actress that was in Gone with the Wind? Oh my god. Scarlet. Is it Scarlet? Something? I almost said Ava Braun, but I know that's not, that was Hitler's wife. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, not her. Um, Scarlet O'Hara. Yes. yes, she's very Scarlet O'Hara. Yeah, and um, I feel like she's definitely worn that outfit in a few that I've seen. Yeah. Just as a model. Like on her way to a cotillion or mm-hmm. something. Um, Gloria's very much drawn the same way, except that she's blonde. She seems um, to have a more 80s look to her, because she's got the, like, doesn't she have shorter hair? She does have shorter hair, usually. Uh. Um, and she, they usually, the best part about the 80s comics is that fucking shoulder pads are oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um but it seems like Katie and Gloria had the most effort put into being drawn. And <laughs> like, you mean the two beautiful models? I mean, shocker, right? Yeah. They, in comparison to the rest of the uh, cast, they're kind of, I mean, the boys look pretty rough. And then the side characters get particularly strange, almost getting into like a Popeye territory, especially in the early strips. Yeah, it's um, very strange looking at these early ones where Sis is, like, a tiny child. Yeah, she's, like, a terrifying tiny child that she looks like... She does look just like little Jinx. She reminds me of like, a... With, like, pigtails that stick straight out on the other side instead. And she's inex- inexplicably a redhead sometimes. She seems like she's supposed to be strawberry blonde. I don't know. She looks like something from an airy Merle- uh, 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 an early Mary Medley's film, you know, those, like... Um, Oh, God, those early, like, Warner Brothers, like, little weird musical dancing skits. Or, like, an old Betty Boop skit that's just kind of terrifying. And then, in the 80s, she got remade into another statuesque character. Mm -hmm. Um, Except she has glasses, so she, you know she's mousy, because that's (laughs) Archie's, like, shorthand for mousy. Um, There's also a weird sailor named Skipper Mason. Oh. Um, He's in some of those early ones. He just looks like Santa from the Miracle on 34th Street cut off his leg and bought a boat and made everyone call him captain. All like, righty. that's basically what he's working with. So we've got Katie Keene. Yes, you've got Katie. got Sis, who mm-hmm. doesn't have a real name, 
Uh, we have. We can she, talk or about. Or she that has one. many real she names. She has many names. Is, is the one of them Mary? Um, I'm trying to find it. Like it's it's not really like here. A redheaded. This is the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. A redheaded, bespectacled younger sister. In the original series, Katie's sister was a mischievous child around seven years old and known only as Sis the Candy Kid. Oh, okay. In 1980s, she was drawn as a tween or young teen and received the name Melissa, but was still almost always called Sis. In the short-lived 2000s series, her name was given as Mackenzie. <laughs> Regardless, her re- real name is almost never mentioned, and to both readers and characters, she is always called Sis. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's either Sis the Candy Kid, Melissa or Mackenzie. Okay. But, so you've got Sis, you've got Katie. You have K.O., yep. Katie's longtime boyfriend, Yep. on and off. Kind of. Randy? Yeah. Randy Van Ronson. And he's the mustache guy, or he's, he's the, the Reggie rich, guy? He's the blonde Reggie, yes. Okay, blonde Reggie is Ramon Randy. Ramirez is our dashing. Ramon Ramirez. He's an airline pilot. Ah. Yes. And apparently she also, I'm looking here, she dated a Schwarzenegger parody named Arnold Horsenlegger, which is God, very good. God, that's a great name. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Horsenlegger? Horsenlegger. It's I'm wonderful. I'm if I can get a visual on Arnold Hor- Horsenlegger here. Yes, if we find one, we'll post it for you. But, like, the plots of the Katie Keene... I just got a lot of pictures of Schwarzenegger. The, pots, <laughs> the plots of the Katie Keene series are wacky. There's a really good one where it's like there's a boy who's into Katie, but Sis is into the boy. I remember then reading that one. The boy gets disappointed because Katie's like not into him because he's a boy. Well, doesn't yeah? He's, he's like, how old is Sis when she's older? Is she like supposed to be fifteen or something? Around there, like 16, 15, 16, and then Katie I think. presumably is an adult. Like I'd she lives on her own in the city. Do we ever see either of their parents? I mean, they're the I don't same think parents. We do. But do we ever see them at any point? Not as far as I know. Yeah. I'm So apparently in the. According to the Wikipedia, the original 1950s Katie was 21, and uh, Sis was about 7. Mm-hmm. And then, for the later series, it looks like they kept Katie around the same age, but they aged up Sis to kind of be more of a uh, character, I guess. Yeah. Um, so Just she's around 15. That yeah. wasn't the mean rival model. Right, exactly. Um, apparently, she went to work as an aspiring Broadway star... She became very successful in her modeling and acting career. And I'm seeing here, she became Sis's legal guardian. Oh, so apparently her the parents are either out of the picture or never existed. <laughs> I don't know. They were just immaculate conception, you know? Yeah. Or they were just burst from Zeus's <laughs> forehead or something. Zeus's knee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it was... They're, they're never super flattering to any of the characters, but I guess that's not super surprising, to be honest, when it comes to an Archie property. Yeah. But, like, the plots are usually somewhere around... Well, they're based around fashion. Often, yeah. Um, or dating. So, there's uh, the issue, or the episode we were talking about, where... Sis likes a boy who likes Katie, and mm-hmm. he keeps trying to impress her with, By like, outfits. being a dick to Sis? I, oh, yeah, he does wear different outfits. And, um, Katie, I think, doesn't even notice what he's doing at all, and is just kind of like, yeah, okay, little boy. Right. And then her 
dashing date shows up, and then this boy's all sad. <laughs> and then Sis walks in in, like, a dress, and he's like, gaga, ooh. Yeah. Like that horrible cliche that once she takes off her glasses and uh-huh. puts on a dress, she's hot. So, yeah, there's the dating-based episodes, there's fashion-based. I'm seeing, flipping through this Katie Keen collection we have, it looks like there's a number of travel-based I, I can issues. see right here there's one where they're in Egypt. Um, I think they just kind of bust into a tomb and deface... Or, I'm sorry. Someone wraps themselves up as a mummy to fuck with them. Ramon. Just, yeah. Ramon! Ramon! There's another very good one where um, looks like Ramon and K.O. get into a fist fight in a diner. <laughs> because um, <laughs> K.O. changes the song. Or, no, I'm sorry. So, yeah. Katie's a waitress for some reason. Ramon and K.O. are both there just buying a lot of food from her because they're in love with her. Mm -hmm. K.O. plays a song that Ramon claims is Katie and his song. And then they get in a fist fight because he says, how dare you play that song. can we talk about the, like, the way all of these comics treat monogamy? Because yes. I think it's interesting. I would love like, to get into that. And we may want to pick up on this in a later episode more in depth, but just to sort of, like, touch on it. Yeah, there's Katie's, a lot of Katie's, like, openly dating multiple men, and, I mean, obviously Archie comics aren't going to go into, like, oh, obviously it's a polyamorous relationship right. or an open relationship. But no one ever seems to be going steady except for Moose and Midge, and I guess Chuck and Nancy. Yeah. And Even then that adults changes, that are married. On convenience, you know? Yeah. And the adult, yeah. It's, it is a very strange thing because, I mean, so many of the plots revolve around teenage jealousy. You'd think that one of, I don't know, like. I mean, Katie's here serving food at a diner for some reason. I'm sorry, I'm seeing here that it's Chubby's diner. Yeah, Chubby's there. And. He's just kind of like there's a There's just two men fella. fist fighting about her liking them. Yeah. And that's just a normal thing that happens all the time in these comics. Yeah. I mean, you've got to imagine that insurance in Riverdale is pretty stellar. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably they've got a good hospital system. But just like, I don't, why is it always fist fighting too? Yeah. Like, it's just like they immediately jump to it. There's no like, there's very little like slanging matches where they're just kind of like yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. And it's always... Aggressive, aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's it's very rarely passive aggressive. Yeah. It's very rarely manipulation unless it's Veronica. Right. The girls manipulate. The, the because boys women fight are manipulative. Brutally. And, and I usually think that, it's a cloud of dust based fight. Yeah. With, the classic, like yeah. a head sticking out and maybe a fist hitting that mm-hmm. head in the jaw kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. There's like a little hashtag or I guess a pound sign it would have been. <laughs> yeah. And like the swirl and a lightning bolt coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Some stars. Well, I mean, like, to basically sum up what you just said, the way they treat, I don't know, like, negative emotions with the characters are men fight and women manipulate. Yeah, pretty much. Which is pretty rough. It's not a great outlook on either gender, but that's how Archie comics are, I guess. It was a right, you know, I mean, it is dating back from 1939. Yeah. But... It has been around for 80 years, so you'd think it'd get a little bit better. And it has. I mean, but it's it certainly few has. and far between, yeah. though. And it was pretty rough for a very long time. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I I can't even think of how many plots involve. I mean, hell, even just in a Katie Keene comic, involve two people com- competing for her affections. And it's interesting the lines that are drawn between like, you know, kissing is totally fine and everybody is like, you know, smooching on the lips. Yeah. All the time. Everyone in Riverdale has herpes. Yeah, but like, like they must. It's just understood that there's never anything beyond that because it's a comic for children. And right. At the same time, we're glorifying like I don't know all of this teenage romance. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Well, it is that very like weirdly. It's a holdover from the fifties. Like we've mm-hmm. kind of touched on. Like a lot of Archie still has that weirdly retro style and that's sensibility. True. You know, like because it is basically the same character since 1939 like yeah. they haven't really changed they They've really have. added them but they haven't like developed them yeah um so archie's you know loves all the girls and a big clumsy goof but also the star football player right and, and then i mean i i do I, I to be fair to archie like they're not trying to write like literature sure. like they're it, it is kids' comics. Like, yeah. that's why we go to these new Archie, you know, like Archie, whatever, 55, that's and Archie true. versus Predator. Yes. That's why those are around. So they can tackle that stuff. But it's still, it's just interesting that, I mean, you most people have heard of Archie comics, and most people have read at least one or two Archie comics. Charlie's sneezing a lot. <laughs> okay, Charlie? What What's going on? Yeah, right? <laughs> okay great um but so yeah but yeah like the, most people have read at least one or two archie comics or if they haven't they're familiar with it and because of that a lot of society has been inundated with this weird 50s conservative kind probably christian value of like yeah date and go steady or or i guess not even date and go steady yeah, but just like archie doesn't go steady and neither does reggie the main characters never do. Yeah. But it does seem... Well, it's interesting because in... It's almost like they're hypocritical to themselves. In Archie comics, Betty and Veronica would both like to date Archie. Yes. And so it's almost like the girls are both going for the same guy, but Katie Keene is the opposite where mm. she's the only eligible girl, really, you know, because yep. Sis is obviously a child. And Gloria... Even when she's not. Gander- and built is mean or whatever yeah. so she's not eligible she's like the villain <laughs> yeah and so all the boys want to date katie and it yeah. just sets up this relationship i, I mean no it's 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 a weird thing that recurs when you create a female protagonist at least when you create not anymore it's mm-hmm. thankfully moving away from this but it usually was that when you create a female protagonist, her role within the comic was an object of desire. Yeah. Like, that was all she was there for. Mm-hmm. She may do other things, but that was kind of just what she did. Or, like, what people noticed about her. You know? Right. Very Betty Boop. Like, there's this fantastic Betty Boop short. I guess it's not a short, but it's like a segment called The Old Man on the Mountain. Have you seen this? I don't think I have, no. I'd love to show it to you. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really, like, fantastic, too, to watch as just, like, a cultural touchstone. Because it's about, you know, Betty Boop going, like, standing there, this 
weird guy like walks up and he's on crutches and he sees her and he gets so turned on that he walks away without crutches and then his crutches walk away. Oh. Um, he goes, she's walking up the mountain to meet the old man on the mountain who's like this monster figure. Mm-hmm. And all these, like a bear takes off his fur coat to like help her across a puddle and like a fish gets out of the puddle and is like, oh shit, Betty Boo. <laughs> and then a, the fish wife comes up behind and like grabs him. Oh my God. Him. Um, but then she gets up to the top of the mountain and the old man on the mountain is there. And literally the rest of the film is him just basically trying to rape her. Jesus. I mean, not directly, yeah. but he's like grabbing her. He's take, you know, chasing her. He's attacking her. There's this really creepy part where after there's a really weird part where, um, it seems like she's kind of getting into it. And she says, well, what are you going to do now? And he says, I'm going to do the best I can. And then it's just this really well animated part of the old man on the mountain dancing for like a minute. Huh. And then it just, he like starts singing again and it gets back and then he's chasing her and he does like really gross part where they, he drinks an entire beer from these ants that like were hiding in his beard and pour it in his mouth. And then he's weird. chasing her, and he does this, like, like weird tongue out and makes a gross noise. And then all these people, like, you know, they grab him, and they beat the shit out of him at the end. But it's still just, like, I mean, you're watching a ca- cartoon, and you're like, this was entertainment, where the plot of the cartoon is this man's trying to attack this woman. Yeah. And trying to take her. And, I mean... It's upsetting, but I I can't necessarily say it's shocking. Well, it's interesting, too, because it's obviously the woman is surprised at that point. Right. And Katie Keene seems to be the prize. But in Archie Comics, is Archie the prize? He's some prize. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to win that boy's heart. It's kind of an interesting reversal where he's not the... I don't know. He, He... both pursues the girls and also is pursued by the girls. Well, I think that's the interesting thing, and that's when you can start to notice the kind of divergence of Archie comics and Betty and Veronica comics. Yes. Because originally it was just, well, it was Pep first, and but right. it was about Archie. Like, he was the main character. You didn't read any stories about Betty. Mm-hmm. You didn't read any stories about Veronica or Jughead. Um, and so because of that, it was ways for probably young men at the time to be like, look at this cool guy? I guess we're going with that. We'll just say that Archie was cool. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, he is kind of like the perfect 50s guy. He's, like, really dumb, really cool. Mm -hmm. He's a jock. He's got all the girls. He's in a band. He's got a beat-up car that he fixes up, but he doesn't. He's jalopy. Yeah. He wants to be the perfect American teenager. And so because of that, these guys can see themselves as this, you know, kind of dumb. Like, he is... I guess, accessible in that way. Yeah. And so they can kind of live out their fantasies of being, like, the most desired man in school. Mm -hmm. And then when they introduce the Betty Veronica, you can get into that kind of the idea of the women of the prize now. Right. And then they cover both, you know, the wholesome blonde girl next door Mm -hmm. and the... The femme fatale. Exactly. Yeah. So you get, like, a whole range of what you might want. And they kind of do that with Archie and Reggie, too, where Archie's very much set up to be, like... The nice boy that he's the boy next you door. would take home yeah. to your parents, and Reggie's kind of like the rich hotshot who's shitty. He's he's the bad boy. It's like yeah. you know, there's like the Until dumb wholesome really... guy, <laughs> and then the one that's like the fixer upper, you know? Yeah, which is a, a toxic ass mentality, but it was for a long Until time. Until they introduced that real bad boy. Do you remember? Oh my god, what that's was his name. 
Nick St. Clair. I think that was it. Um, with that terrifying art style. Yeah. The new look. Bad, bad look. <laughs> very, very bad. It was new. That won't, new I won't take that away. Now from old. And, and hated. And shunned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, you've got. Well, they, they. I guess that is the thing about Archie, because it is literally just trying to be a comic of archetypes. And that's why these characters are so flat. Yeah. Because you can't have a dimensional archetype. You know? You've got the dumb jock. You've got the short nerd. That's true. You've got the brunette bad boy and the sweet redhead. Yeah. You've got the kind of weird-looking asexual guy. <laughs> That's that archetype we all know. Oh, I mean, or just kind of like weird-looking nerd guy who's not yeah. into it, like women. We've probably all known someone like that at some point. That's true. Um, But, I mean, I, I, I do always want to come back to Jughead just because I think... And this is speaking in perspective to the others, but I think mm-hmm. he is probably the best person in Riverdale, especially the best person in the gang. He does seem to be presented that way because he's not fundamentally driven by sex or, you know, whatever yeah. we're using as a euphemism for sex. Lust, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Chaste kissing on the couch <laughs> while your parents are in the next room. Make out point. Or whatever. Yeah. The girls' day ones where it's like the girls chasing down the boys. Mm-hmm. Those are good ones. But that's the thing. Like, he is, I mean, he's like what, you know, 2005 Tumblr people would be like, this is me. I only care about food and sleeping. <laughs> where, yes. You know? Um, which it's like, it's kind of nice to see that represented. Um, it's still a guy, which could be both ways i guess yeah would be nicer to see a woman who doesn't or you know someone who doesn't identify but that's asking a lot from archie comics yeah we should be happy we got a gay one yeah thank god for kevin keller um but i don't know like it it is nice to see that representation of the because jughead really is the outsider yes but he is somehow the outsider within this close tight group of friends yeah you know he's archie's best friend and i feel like that's always brought him into the circle. Yes. And I feel like that's... Betty does seem to have a fondness for him. But and I don't I... know. They have it differently in different comics, too. Sometimes it seems like they're friends regardless of Archie. And sometimes it seems like she's really not that into him. The reason that I've always felt that Jughead cared about Betty at all is just because she's a good person. Yeah. You know, and he's like... Ba- because a lot of it, it comes down to Jughead talking to Archie and just being kind of like, you're being shitty to Betty. Yeah. You he need to stop being Betty so shitty to Betty. Which is fantastic that someone says something to Archie just like, that it usually ends terribly though with Archie being like, I'm with Betty, but I'm sad. And I'm sad that I'm with Betty, even though I'm being a nice guy by not breaking my date with her. It doesn't end well, but... Yeah, because Archie's a dick half the time. Yeah, most of the time, I feel. He's, like, set up to be the good guy, but he's also always a dick. Which I guess is a teenager. Like, I think yeah. I've dis- described him before as just, like, the walking embodiment of puberty, you know? Mm-hmm. He is clumsy, he's awkward, he's, you horny. know... Horny. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's irrational. He's not paying attention. I guess, I guess... 
clumsy and awkward just fits into that. But yeah. how many times have we seen him like knock over a big tower of cans? Or like he's not drive looking. his car into something because he's watching Veronica. <laughs> or there, there do seem to be a lot of traffic accidents in <laughs> yeah. Riverdale where totally fine traffic yeah, accidents. They like hit a light post and they're like, oh, oh. yeah, staring at a butt or something. Is that a thing that happens in real life? I mean, God, I've I never been not. so intent on an ass that I'm driving by, or any other part of a person. Yeah. I'm getting into a traffic accident. No. Um, we all try to be slightly more aware than that. <laughs> just a little bit, at least. Yes. Um, but, I don't know, we, we got kind of off topic there, because we got, we, I mean, originally we are going to talk about, like, monogamy within Katie Keene. Yeah, but, we, do, we do get off topic. I mean, that's alright. <laughs> yeah. I like the way it can go. Um, if I may divert for just a little bit, because I think we're coming towards the end of our episode here, unfortunately. Yeah. So what I'm just going to talk to you folks about today is a, a new segment that I, I've decided to call Bizarchi. Um, very good name. Thank you. I thought of it on the drive over. <laughs> nice. Um, and Bizarchi is going to be, we're just going to pick one Archie comic strip to kind of summarize, and we're going to explore some of the weirder parts of Archie. Because we've talked about it. Some but... of the strange and twisted pathways that Archie has explored in his many years. Yes. Because while there are some Archie comics that do get into some weird do stuff. Do, 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 do. Should we need to come up with a, like a yeah. theme song for this. Like maybe we could just get like the midi Twilight Zone. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, anyway, I've been watching I'll a lot of Twilight I'll just put a creepy Zone sound lately. effect layer um, over this. Perfect. I love it. Just like we'll make it echo, or just put like that weird under noise that's always in like haunted houses that's like makes you just feel on edge, yeah. you know, like that. You just... won't even hear it, yeah. But you'll know. You'll just feel uneasy. Don't you feel so if you're feeling uneasy right now, right now don't you feel unsettled? That was the creepy door creaking, not my chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so bizarre, Um, and I'm going to oh that wave pile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm going to talk about this one particularly called Archie in The Mystery of Dr. Claus. And oh, I know Claus this is going to be good. Um, and pets are a weirdly, I guess not weirdly, but they are kind of like a recurring plot point or theme in Archie comics. Archie sometimes has a dog. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes Archie is a dog. Sometimes he is a dog. Sometimes he gets turned into a dog. Sometimes, sometimes dog dogs turn into, into people. Person. There is a great... Hot dog comic. Yeah. Hot dog. Jughead's dog we've mentioned. Betty, I'm sorry, Betty usually has a cat. Veronica sometimes. often has a cat, Veronica too. often has a cat or a poodle. Because boys have dogs and girls have cats. Unless it's a, a little toy poodle. Mm -hmm. And girls have those, which Veronica usually has. So it starts with Archie and Veronica at a cat show, uh, where Veronica's just going crazy over this Angora cat that's sitting there, and you can see it's a very awkward-looking cat. It's a very cat. prim and pristine cat. It's got one kind of cock White eye White and going. fluffy. Its mm -hmm. tail is a giant poof ball. Yes. Just to paint a word picture for you. Yes. And then it's one first place. Big blue ribbon. Weird dude comes up in a hat, a pinstripe suit, and a cape, and says... You know he's good news if he's got a cape. Well, and a fedora. Everyone oh, who wears fedoras are good people, Megan. Don't forget. Yes, of course. <laughs> My lady. Ah! <laughs> and this dude just says, I'm so glad you're fond of her. Alicia is my pride and joy. 
where a woman, apropos of nothing, just decides to tell them, that's Dr. Claus. His entry usually takes the top prizes at our cat shows. Okay, so this cat is his. Yes. Um, Archie and Veronica decide to leave. Um, there's a cat in the foreground for no reason. Well, to show you that they're still at a cat show. I guess. Um, and then Veronica's dressed up as a cat. Archie's dressed up as a cat. They're going to a cat show masquerade, of course. They're driving around, they get lost, mm -hmm. they stop and ask for directions, there's a light on in the old Frankenstein house. Yes, of course. Um, and they walk up. <laughs> Veronica says it's a strange looking house. It doesn't seem to be, except the fact that there's a statue <laughs> of a cat out front, which I guess is weird. I guess so. It's a big statue. Um, he says, you should feel right at home here. The owner has to be a real cat lover. And I guess the guy has a cat shaped car too <laughs> in the garage. What? It's very hard to tell, but it's in the background, and it looks very oh, bad. Oh, it does. Um, they walk in, and it's Dr. Claus from the cat show. Oh, wow. Um, weird that the award-winning cat guy would have a weird cat-themed house. And he does have cat eyes, I should point out. He has slit pupils. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, you don't mean cat eye glasses. You mean he has the pupils of a cat. Yes, yes. Good, good. Um, he's not a 1970s, or 1950s secretary. Mm -hmm. Um, but... It's not our grandma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they ask for directions, and he tells them to come in, which is weird. Great. Um, Go ahead into at, this weird man's house, you guys. They're looking at all the interesting cat artifacts, which just seems to be a cabinet full of cat statues that's decorated with cats. Um, Archie says they should leave, at which point Dr. Claus introduces his wife, Mrs. Claus. Which, come on, man. Like, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, okay. It couldn't have just been, like, Deborah Claus. <laughs> I don't know. And no. then Archie says uh, she looks familiar, which, no, she doesn't. <laughs> and then Veronica says her eyes are strange, which they're also slit pupils. Okay. Why didn't you say that about the dude Oh, God, with slit I pupils? know where this is going. Oh, do you, Megan? Oh, because I think I do. Dr. Claus says, I have some rare statues of cats to show you two. I'll be right back. Is he going to turn them into cats? Well, before he can get back, um, his wife just suddenly says, you must leave this house before it's too late. What's going on? This is some fucked up shit. Well, clearly not, because they leave and they just go to their what? cat masquerade. Um, so they get to the cat masquerade. Oh, yeah. um, and they're hanging out. So wait, the lady says you have to leave now and they just do? Yes. Well, they just leave. That's and great. she gives them directions. She's I'm, like, oh, you take this left and take this right. I'm and it's very... glad they listened to that very direct warning. Veronica, as, she's le as they're leaving, does say, there was very, something very odd about that place. And maybe one of the favorite things I've heard Archie say is, that's the understatement of the century, Ronnie. It kind yeah. of is, but that was a really... Anyway. Weird. Yeah. So, basically, they're dancing at the party, talking about how weird Dr. Claus is. Veronica wonders if they'll run into him again. And I bet they do. Well, she takes her cat Beatrice there, that she just has this cat now, I guess. Yep. Um, the dude comes up and says, probably the creepiest thing ever, I recognize you even without your feline costume, Miss Lodge. You met her not in the costume. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god. That's not how you know her. <laughs> and she just says, you startled me. And he gets way up in her face. Oh my god. And he says, I deeply regret you're not being able to see my collection of priceless cat souvenirs. And he doesn't have slit pupils anymore, so I don't know what's going on. What? And he just says, perhaps I can persuade you to do so now. 
will only be gone for a short while. And she just says, but I'm waiting for Archie. And he just drags her out by the oh elbow God, and says, we'll leave my card at the desk so he'll know where to find us. Which he does. That's but then you see works. also a cat paw grabbing the card oh while the God. judge is on the phone. So I don't know what that is just in cahoots with this cat. cat like he could have just not left the card if he wanted to not leave or a card. Or he could have just left like a blank slip of paper and been like, yes. Like a card with the wrong phone number. <laughs> he's got a lot of just, he's got four <laughs> pockets, one for four different types of mm-hmm. card, depending on the situation. Um, another creepy thing as they're walking in, this is a two-parter, but... We're going yes. through it quick. As he's walking in with her, he says, Well, we're here. Why are you trembling, child? Which, why do creepy You're dudes... A creepy fucking old man. <laughs> why do creepy dudes always refer to people as child? What a creep. There's your prize cat, Alicia, who anamorphs in front of us into his wife. Oh my god. Like, literally, it's one of those anamorph book cover, like, I don't know morphs yeah you see it go from a cat to a lady and i don't know why his wife chose this moment to do that <laughs> but then she's just standing there and she says alicia is your wife but that's impossible and really fucked up yeah really fucked up there's some really dark implications here this special elixir allows me to transform a human into nature's most exalted being the cat no punctuation wow. in There's that There's a sentence. lot in that statement. <laughs> a mere drop will transform you. Here, take some. Because she's just going to be like, hell what? yeah. Hell fuck yeah. I'm a cat now. Well, she already went to this creepy old house with this creepy guy. She says no, because she's smart. Yeah. But then he just says, look into my eyes. You're powerless to resist my will. What so the I guess fuck? he's a hypnotist, too, because by the next panel, she's drank some. What? And she's also drinking some. And he just says, now we too will undergo the ultimate and transcendental experiences. So I think he's, like, gonna do some shit to her as a cat while he's a cat. I'm this very worried really for Rhonda. Yeah, it gets rough. Um, <laughs> the best part about Dr. Claw leaving his, like, card and the cat taking it. So Archie shows up at the cat show. And he says, I'm Archie. Veronica was supposed to meet me here, and the inquiry desk just says, there is a message here for you, but I don't see it around. And then she just says, I believe she left with the gentleman who won yesterday's event. And Archie goes, Dr. Claus! Which mitigates the entire point of the card disappearing. Yeah. Just leave the card if you're going to have him figure it out immediately. Like, there's no (laughs) point to that. They just, like, were like, oh, there's a roadblock. And then they took down the roadblock. (laughs) Yeah. And then we're like, please, keep going. Mm Mm-hmm. Next panel is just Veronica and Dr. Claus becoming cats. Oh, no. Uh, and then the panel after that is just them as cats. Oh, my God. Um, Archie runs in, yells for Veronica. Alicia, the cat woman, says, you're too late. You see before you your girlfriend and my demented husband. Jesus. Um, she says, uh, fortunately, I secreted... See- Secreted, not secreted. Oh no, that was a whole different bizarre <laughs> This would be a very different sentence. I yeah. secreted the doctor's last remaining bottle of antidote. I secreted the... <laughs> Hopefully it will return them to their normal state. So wait, was he just going to have them be cats forever? I How does she guess... transform to and from cat form? I don't know. Also, why does she say hopefully? Has it not worked in the past? <laughs> oh my god. Um... So she gives it to Veronica. Veronica becomes a real girl. 
Uh, Archie says, holy bananas. Because <laughs> <laughs> was Archie just not believing this lady up until now? He's like, oh, okay, lady. He in this fact cat says, is Veronica. You're putting me on, lady. <laughs> um, Probably how you should react in that situation, though. My favorite part of this whole thing is that Dr. Claus, as a cat, gets pissed that Alicia <laughs> cures Veronica, so he attacks her. Causing her to spill the last of the oh antidote, so he's now a cat forever. Well, it is nature's most exalted form, or whatever. And so Archie and Veronica just leave as, like, his wife cries over this evil cat man. Wait, she cries over him? She says, sob, now you must remain in your cat state forever, and there's a dot on her face that could be a tear. Huh. So I guess she, I mean, it's like, you still... Love he you don't like him, but I she may still love him. I don't know what their relationship is. is. I don't know if I want to. Was um, she a cat originally or a person originally? Well, she has cat eyes, so I'm guessing that he. I really hope she was always a person, yeah. and he didn't like get a cat and was like, "I'll make you a person and marry you." Not to make you my wife. Because that's getting into some weird hentai territory, yeah. and we don't need to talk about that. No. Um, Let's just say she's a consenting adult human. Yes. Um, and then as they're driving away, I do like this little exchange. How do we even begin to tell anyone about this horrible, horrible experience? <laughs> to which Archie just says, we don't. <laughs> That's a good response. If we ever tried to tell anyone, they'd only think we were a couple of loonies. And she says, I suppose you're right. And then they never talked about it again. And then the following day, um, Ronnie, I'm sorry, Archie comes back. Archie says to Veronica, I don't see why we had to come back to this dumb cat show. Veronica says we had to pick up my cat Beatrice, and then says, look! And it's Mrs. Claus and the salivating cat Mr. Claus, who's won best in show. Oh my god. And that's the end. That's really upsetting. So, like, I'd also like to point out that this comic is in a double digest called Archie Milestones. <laughs> these milestones are so this is one of archie's formative moments is that time he saw veronica get turned into a cat and that entire digest is just whack shit like i would love we'll have to do another bizarchi with some of that stuff but like wow. bizarchi is gonna be far yes. reaching because there's so many good ones there's aliens there's magic there's superheroes there's time travel there's just like weird stuff there's like a there's a lot of we've talked about it briefly but like superstition is a big thing in archie like they do a lot of uh comics about good luck charms and bad luck like walking under yeah and there's that whole one where reggie's terrified of being unlucky oh yeah remember and dilton's like trying to cure him of his unluckiness yeah and there's also one where reggie's like a witch doctor that's one of the christmas ones we'll have yeah. to talk about that oh god with those um, weird with the weird elves yeah <laughs> yeah all right. Okay. We've got a lot of material we need to cover, y'all. Yes. So, I mean, I think that's going to have to do us for today. Um, yeah. We'll leave you on the memory of Veronica and a creepy old man transforming into a cat together. Yeah. I Think about I that really tonight when that... you go to sleep. <laughs> I was just going to say, I hope you all dream about that tonight. <laughs> Whenever Cherish you listen to it. this, I hope you dream about 
Veronica and Dr. Claus, which sounds like a weird reboot of Santa it Claus, does, I'd just yes. like to say. Anyway. I definitely thought that's where this was going, and then it went in a weird cat direction <laughs> I hadn't anticipated. It's very good. Um, but yes, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. Um, if you'd like to, you can email us at... Sorry, my cat almost knocked a lamp over. <gasps> Is God. he a man or a cat? Oh my God. We'll never know. I mean... Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to stall as I find our plug stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll just talk about my cat some more. It's very cat I'm gonna go get there. some potion and transform- No, I won't do that. Don't make Cooper- Well, unless he turns into Dale Cooper. That would be cool. Anyway. But he's um, a child. Yes. If you could please draw Cooper as special agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. Megan's cat Cooper- We'll post a picture of him, too. Please uh, email us that at RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at RiverdaleHighAV. Um, We'll be posting stuff from this episode. I also have exciting news. I already told Megan. Yeah. Um, But I, last night, not obviously when you're hearing this, but recording this, um, the night previous of recording this, my partner gave me a very, very good Jughead tattoo that I'm very proud of. I'll be posting a picture of. It's a big chest piece. It's just Jug- each eye whole- is a nipple, <laughs> <laughs> which is great because Jughead's eyes are usually closed, uh-huh. so you get him in the rare eyes open pose. Yeah, he's real excited. <laughs> I won't say hat. what the nose is. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> and we'll see you at the Chaka Chop. <laughs> Bye! Hey gang, we hope you enjoyed that episode of uh, Riverdale High AB Club, and now we have news of a new thing that we're doing for you. Yes. So tomorrow is going to be, if you're listening to this, the day it's released, on uh, January 21st, mm-hmm. tomorrow, January 22nd, is the mid-season premiere of Riverdale. Yes. And Which we're all very excited for. You know you want to keep more Riverdale in your life because you love redheaded boys, So, Friday, the 24th, will be our world premiere of RHS Public Access. Yes, which will be our watch series that we're going to release on uh, every other week. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, yeah, so we'll have, uh, you're still going to get an episode of Riverdale um, AV Club. That's going to be coming out every week, but every other week, you're going to get a bonus episode. Of RHS Public Access, which we're going to do at least for now the first season of Riverdale. Yep. Um, we'll think about what we're going to do after that, because um, there's so much to watch. Yeah, and we've but, mentioned before, Ezra and I have never watched this. Yes. So you're going to be hearing moments after we've watched the yes. episode, yes. as well as some live little uh, inclusions that we've taken that we've recorded as we watched watching, the episode. Yeah, so... It's going to be super fun for us to, like, watch this show, because I'm sure you've all seen it. Yeah, you're going to be like, oh, you. they're going to love this part. Um, y'all, we're so excited for this. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun. It. We can't wait to um, get caught up We've talked about Riverdale you. without actually having seen it, and it's it's just going to be a blast. So, please, I hope you enjoy it. And um, You'll find yeah. it right here in our regular feed. It'll just come yep. up on... Um, every other Friday. It'll just be kind of like titled differently and so you'll be able to tell which one it is. But Mm -hmm. yeah, anyway, this has gone long. Thank you very much. Yeah. We'll see you at the chocolate shop. See you at the chocolate shop.
cat's name isn't Dangor. 